0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Imagination Box. We took a little break, a little personal stuff that needed to happen over the summer. We all had a little thing, some of us more than others, but we're back. And this time we are going to be continuing our adventure where you guys are going down to the Forenza Silva to find the next shard of the Mirror of Zeril. Uh, On your guys' way there, you found out that in order to get into the Forenza region via train, which is how you guys agreed on actually entering the region, you needed to acquire tickets as well as um, basically a government permission slip that said you're allowed to use it since only citizens of Forenza, diplomats, and uh, traders are allowed to use the train as a means of travel. Which you guys were able to procure after helping the uh, La Familia uh, with a bit of a wedding shenanigan that they uh, had to deal with. And you guys did a good job
1: handling it. Well, some of us did. Some (laughs) of us.
0: Yeah, because one of you ended up uh, petrified uh, as part of the assassination attempt.
1: All part of my brilliant plan. I would describe it as eating a curse. One of us ate a curse. Uh, and it broke the whole thing wide open. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> yeah. A noble sacrifice.
0: <laughs> so now you guys uh, have your tickets. You have a uh, certifications uh, that you acquired from La Familia uh, of false identities, uh, and we're going to do introductions. You can give your real name and your pseudoname in either order, whichever one you want, and we're going to start with Choo Choo.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Adam Muscatel. I am playing as my nice GM just told you. The Barbarian Goliath Choo Choo Train, who is going by Silas Tan in this, uh, secretive, uh, fake name. Uh, yeah, Choo Choo, uh, tackled a lizard person? Uh, a yuan so specifically snake person. Snake person. Um... He, uh, yeah, he's, he's excited to get on this train and, and do some shenanigans.
2: hmm
0: And then, uh, Buddy. Hi, I'm Byron. I'm playing Buddy the Wood Elf Druid. And, uh, last time, well, I'm, I'm a petrified mouse. And you're, uh, incapacitated at the moment, so you don't know exactly what your fake name is going to be when you wake up? No idea. Not like I would remember anyway. Yeah, that is true. Probably for the best.
1: Yeah, probably If for the sake of deception, it'd be great if he just stayed a stone rat the whole time. But we know that's <laughs> not going to happen.
0: Because <laughs> we had an alchemist say that he's probably going to get better within 24 hours of contracting the curse. And uh, that 24 hours is going to happen today.
1: Ricky! Hello, my name is Jacob Williams, and I play the tortle bard, Ricky Lightspeed. Uh, coming off of last episode, he's pretty stoked that he booked the wedding gig uh, and more
2: wh- mm, bu-
0: <laughs> booked is a bit generous. Well, he, he just, he knows in his heart of hearts that, uh, he got, he got it out of his own pure talent, no foul play, no <laughs> diarrhea given. <laughs> You did sort of make nice with the uh, Dragonborn band that was doing the wedding. Day, I did. We're uh, who very actually, close. Who actually booked it? They and really. Whose toes
1: you stepped on? They really see me as a, a as a rising talent. They, <laughs> they're desperate to have me yeah does ricky like willfully forget that he caused diarrhea on somebody or is it like he's yeah he lives in kind of a world of his own (laughs) where every everyone is enamored by his
0: talent (laughs) it's it's show business who hasn't (laughs) right you gotta
1: you know it's uh doggy dog right right the the star might take a little tumble down the stairs and that's when the uh understudy the understudy takes the stage you got to shift your alignment sometimes I think. (laughs) And for the sake of our little train excursion, Ricky is going by Enrico Fibonacci.
0: Neat. (laughs) And uh, last but not least, uh, George.
3: Hello, my name is Carl Powers. I am playing the character George Douglas, a true neutral human man. Today he'll be going by Danio Giorgio, and he is a criminal mastermind who at the wedding further bolstered his criminal contacts by finding the guy and taking the evil artifact right out of his pocket.
0: Yeah, you uh saved the bride. You uh earned a lot of brownie points with uh, La Familia, especially yep. the Dawn. Well we saved the Dawn. That is true. Yeah. They were going after the Dawn. The bride was right. just there. We saved everyone. You did. It was it's been a few months. I can't remember the details of stories that I yeah. write. <laughs> it's all a blur. It's a dream. Well we saved the Dawn and now I'm going onto this train. Alright, so that settles that. Uh, You guys have your names picked, uh, except for Buddy, who's going to find out whatever his name is when he wakes up from his stone nap. And you guys are probably going to need to pick one for him before you guys board the train. So I guess that's going to be your short-term goal immediately as we enter my imagination box. Right, the following day after the wedding you guys are heading back to the train station. You guys were there yesterday, if you recall, and um you guys found out that you needed tickets, and today is the day that the train is actually arriving and leaving leaving um with its uh passengers. So uh here you are at the train station. Uh what I I look around. What do I what do I see? Yeah, you see um A lot of dragonborn and a few lizardfolk are mostly going to be boarding the train, but there are a few uh, humans and uh, halflings like mixed in and elves. You know, it's it's sort of a mixed bag regarding the passenger types, but mostly it's reptilian races, supposedly residents of Forenza who are returning. And as you guys approach the ticket uh, counter, uh, the person managing the tickets is different than the person that was there the day before. Hello, my reptilian friend. Hello. Uh, yes, we, are, we have our tickets right here. Uh, all right, let me see him. And uh, he takes your certificates. Uh, okay, uh, which one of you is Silas? That's me. Uh, Danio, Giorgio. Hello, that is me. And then we have Enrico Fibonacci. Yes, that's me. All right, we have a Guantanamo. Gu- Guantanamo. Guantanamo. Okay, uh, where's Guantanamo?
1: He, he's. Um, I I take a take the buddy out of my pocket.
0: That's that's um,
2: what it that that's a nice statue. Did you hear about the wedding that happened recently, with the Don? Uh-huh. Uh huh. How there was a big old petrification thing he's, happening. he's been cursed. Yeah. He's a shapeshifter.
0: Oh, uh, it's really not I was contagious. I was Don't about I, no, I was more about to ask like, is somebody made the effort of petrifying a rat?
1: Well, it's a long story. Yeah. He kind of did it to himself in some ways, in most ways, and yeah, in every way.
0: way. Yeah. Why, why is it a rat, though? He, he's a shapeshifter. Like a like a beast skin, or...
3: Listen, we are jewel... I almost said jewel beast. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, traveling jewel salesmen, and one of the ways that we garner attention is to have a appropriate beast to show off in the jewelry store to draw people in to see the beast and then they think about whether or not they'd like to buy any of our fine jewels. Yeah, what about that are you not getting,
1: sir?
2: It also helps have a little a tiny rat. Sometimes there's rubies and stuff hidden in walls and he needs to go in there and find them for us. So, what's the problem? What's the holdup?
0: Why does he have a certificate and need a ticket if it's just an animal?
1: No, he's a ship well, ship. He he's a human well he's not a human. he's a he, he's a wood elf? What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's a druid. Does that help? Oh yeah, yeah. I no, don't no know why makes, we were dancing that around that's that, all so much.
0: That's <laughs> all you had to that's say. That's on us, yeah, that's on us. <laughs> oh well he's a druid, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, That that, that <laughs> we part are says. but
3: humble jewel salesmen. Do you we, we don't know much about magic.
1: That's his thing. <laughs> that's
0: Guan's thing. Yeah. Okay. No, no. No. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see. We have your tickets. Ah, you know they aren't reservations made. You have your certificates, and I need to see your government permission. Here you go. And you flash him the, uh, the basically your mercantile credentials. I say with air quotes, and he looks it over. You see him squint a little as he's looking over the details. Looks good. All right. Perfect. Here you all are. All right. Choo-choo all aboard. He passes uh, the four tickets to I-,
1: I look directly at <laughs> Ricky when he says choo-choo with a quizzical look in my eyes, almost asking a question, but then turn away. All right. You guys
0: are free to board the train. As you approach the train, you see that there is a line where the staff of the train are checking bags as well as performing security checks on uh things that people are holding. You see a sign that says no weapons, no magic. No magic? How do you screen for magic? I I ask my team.
2: (laughs) I think like magic components and like Mm. spellcasting focuses and things like that. The symbols on the uh, sign
0: suggest that when they're referring to magic they are specifically talking about magic items. Cool.
3: Alright. I'm gonna put the potions into the bag of holding because we're gonna check the bag of holding right?
0: They're gonna check the bag of holding.
3: But, like, we can bring it onto the train.
0: Uh, not as carry-on, because it is a magic item.
3: Okay, but we can, like, check them?
0: Yeah, into the our cargo. With weapons, essentially? Yeah, into the cargo.
3: Okay, so I will be checking my... Um, so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my dagger and put it on my ankle, and then I'm going to wrap. use my disguise kit... I have
1: uh, a a roll of bandages. Oh,
3: can I use a roll of bandages there and then use my disguise kit to put a bunch of makeup on my ankle so it looks really, really badly bruised? Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to also just kind of try to make it look, the dagger look like a splint. So use some other elements to try to make it into like a splint kind of.
0: That's fine. Yeah. We're going to just, that's going to just be a deception check. Okay. If it ever comes up. Okay. The, I'm going to uh, not attempt to hide anything, but bring everything on the train with me other than my one dagger. Do you have anything that would trigger a... Uh... Nothing
1: aside from my quarter quarterstaff, and I'm just going to pretend it's a walking stick.
0: All right. And uh, Buddy uh, has no agency at this moment in time. He was petrified as a rat, so anything magic on him is probably still on his person in statue form. Perfect. Wait,
3: question. Can... Will they confiscate my poisons if I check them?
0: They, yeah. Then you'll probably also like get arrested.
3: I'll just hide it in the bag of holding. Yeah.
0: All right. So you are going to put your poisons in the bag of holding. So you guys are able to do that. As uh, the only one of you who is currently hiding anything is going to be uh, George. Mm-hmm. So, as you guys are approaching the uh your the train and you're about to embark. Um. They run a few detect who want they run a few wands over you guys just to sort of like see what's going on. Um, only one of them triggers on Chu when they pass over Buddy.
2: Uh, yeah, I, we talked to the guy. This is my friend Guan. He's a druid. He's petrified as a rat. Very afraid of trains. He's actually a Pika or something, right? Some kind of whatever. Um, yeah. It's probably just because he's a druid and he's petrified and cursed and all that kind of stuff. Run a persuasion with advantage.
0: That is a 16. 16 is good enough. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I totally heard about the uh, whole stone incident up at the uh, manor. Yeah, that, that, that tracks. Yep. All right, just, I, I guess, keep
2: him safe. Yeah, he'll turn back into a normal rat and then back into a normal human pretty soon.
0: And you guys have four beds? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. And uh, as they're going, as they're talking to Chew about this, uh, another person is patting down George, checking for weapons. And George, I'm going to ask you to make a, I guess, deception check. I don't know if it's deception or it who's like, what would you, what would you argue a skill to be that you hide something on your person? Side of um, hand or?
3: Deception. It's probably deception.
0: In this case? I mean, it's because it's not on my hands.
3: It's on my foot.
0: Right. I'll let you make deception as a dexterity uh, skill. So, so instead of using your charisma, use your dexterity, and you have proficiency oh. from the disguise kit.
3: And I also want to go, ouch, when he touches my leg. Okay. <laughs>
0: 28. 28 is good enough to pass. Uh, when you say, ouch, he, like, takes his hand back. Sorry, sorry, it's just standard procedure. I'm sorry.
3: Hey, it's all right, but, you know, I mean, it was quite the wedding up there. Oof.
0: Yes, uh, sorry, sorry. And you guys are free to board the train, unimpeded. We're on, baby. They didn't even
1: check me. (laughs) They let me just take my stick.
0: Well, they did check you. It's just there's nothing that you have that they would find. Nothing threatening about me? Okay. It's nothing you have that would trigger like this. Not even my accordion? Not, (laughs) Especially not your accordion. Okay. As a result of your guys' ability to get through the line, Ricky has his quarterstaff still with him that he passed off as a walking stick, which is, it's a stick, so that's believable. George has hidden a knife on, in bandages on his leg. Choo Choo has no weapons and no armor, and Buddy has everything on him still. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the ultimate. Wait, do
3: we have to take off our armor as well?
0: Uh, well, Choo Choo doesn't, doesn't wear anything. Oh, okay. Armor is fine. It can be passed as clothing. Especially if you guys are just wearing leather, but I think you're the only one who's wearing armor at the moment. Yeah, that's true. You guys were lucky enough that on your tickets, your room is the first room in the first car. You guys have the room at the very front of the train. As you guys are walking through the cars, uh, it looks like you guys have a standard car. It looks just about the same as the rest that you were walking through when you got to the first car in the front. Uh, Your room is pretty nice. It's... uh, not super extravagant. It looks like a standard. It would just be for. It looks like an inn. It just looks like an inn room. Is what I'm basically saying. It's uh, passable. It's comfortable. Nothing too fancy.
1: Uh, I put Buddy down on one
3: of the pillows in the room. Where is the like? So it's. Are we right next to like the cargo hold?
0: You guys are. The cargo hold is one car ahead of your guys' car. Okay, so you guys so are right next.
3: Towards the to... engine, so to speak.
0: Yep, you guys are right. The engine is two cars. What so is only? the engine? The engine is uh, seems to be not a boiler but it's shaped like one just for like real world comparison. It seems to be an a uh, magic apparatus. Okay. Similar to like when you guys first went to Dylan Steel Tweed's shop and you saw the model of the apparatus of Qualish. It looks a little like that. It's some sort of like pseudo mechanical uh, operation but it's magically
3: Is there a conductor or is it just kind of magically going about?
0: There are two conductors, one main conductor and a co-conductor. There's uh, several staff uh, like just carmen who go by like stewarding for other people and then checking tickets occasionally to make sure people get off at their uh, stops. You also notice that there are several armed guards in uh, each of the cars. Not, like, too many. There's, like, about one guard per car. There are ten cars, seven of which you have access to. There's the four passenger cars. You are in the first passenger car. There seem to be two other passenger cars that are of the same quality that you are. And then this fourth passenger car that you head to uh, seems to be, like, the luxury suite. Uh, these ones are much nicer looking. The hallway is nicely kept. The rooms are well-embellished with, uh, like, trimming on the doors. And then past that is the dining car, the lounge car, and then the rearmost car is an observation deck that is mostly glass.
3: It's dining, lounge, caboose. And then in front of us there is the cargo car and then the
0: engine. No, there's three cars ahead of you. The first one you can see is the cargo car, one of which, and then one of them is the engine. The car in between the cargo and the engine, you don't know for sure what's in there since you're not really allowed to go up there.
1: Do you guys want to join me on a walkabout? Sure. All
0: right. Cool. Figured just walk down the train, just see what what all there is in store. Is there a specific car that you guys would be interested in heading to first? Like as the trains get starting to get. We're just walking to to the end, so we're just going one car at a time. Okay. Uh, as you guys are walking through, uh, the. second car you see a uh, three people two of which are conversing and one of which is walking through the cars in the opposite direction uh, the two people who are talking appear to be a blue dragonborn and a high elf uh you can't really hear what they're talking about and the person at the far end who's walking through is a woman in a blue dress with a jacket and high gloves Human woman? A human woman? <laughs> a human woman. Uh, the blue dragonborn is seems to be wearing a white coat, a long white coat, and they have a few um, like metal adornments on them. Uh, and then the person that they're talking to, the high elf, is a blonde, uh, dark-skinned, hoity-toity looking person. They seem to be like another merchant. They're dressed in like very fine silks.
3: Ah, another merchant, perhaps, I say to them.
0: Yeah, uh, you walk up to them.
3: Yeah, and I, I extend my hand. George Douglas or ah, Danilo Giorgio.
0: <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, pleased to meet you. I'm Waylon. Waylon. Which mm-hmm. one's Waylon? Uh, the high elf.
3: Wonderful to meet you, Waylon.
0: Uh, pleasure to meet you too. We were just talking about um, uh, magical occurrences. We have a, both have a fascination. Mm. Mm. Do you do you like la- do you enjoy magic? Any of you? <clears throat> yes.
3: I don't know how to do it myself. No, but we, I,
0: we are simple merchants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are simple merchants. Well, I mean, we sell jewels, so we're pretty
1: Fine we're pretty good jewels. at what we do.
0: Ooh, excellent! Yes, I was just here talking about to uh, Mr.
2: Uh, Canatoric here. Hello. Uh, what say? What's your name? Uh, Canatoric. Oh, got it. Sorry, I didn't didn't quite catch it the first time.
0: I also have a fascination with jewels. Kanatorik was just telling me about uh, a little piece of uh, gem wor- gem work that he came across. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's nothing. It's just uh, it's
3: nothing. Oh, please. <laughs> From one professional to another, of course we'd love to know it. <laughs> No details could possibly bore us.
2: We can tell you're just trying to be
3: humble.
0: And believe us, there is no price too high that we wouldn't be willing to pay for a fine addition to our collection. Oh, it's a—it's uh, not for sale. It's oh, for me. Well, it's, uh, for all my... the better. We'd love to hear the hubbub. It's for my work. I, 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 I really shouldn't. Oh, so you're going to tell Waylon over here, but not us? Well, Waylon, I, I've at least, like... Spoken with her? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it's just, uh, I've seen, like, Waylon's cargo get loaded, I know he's a merchant, I don't know if you guys are merchants or not, you just came in s- Sorry, I'm being abrasive. Oh, so if we weren't merchants, would we have the certificates? Okay, no, I'm sorry, it's just, I don't want to say stuff out loud, especially, like, regarding my work, because, you know, the second story games are happening in, uh in, uh, Forenza, mm-hmm. and Santa Marco, you know. Yeah. Difficult time to be jewel merchants. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to tell us. Are you guys... But he- you do need to tell us.
3: Yes. What you're holding.
1: Tell
0: us. Because <laughs> we're dying of curiosity. I'm also... Are you guys heading in for, like, the auction? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, tell us about it. <laughs> he just looks <laughs> at Silas like... <laughs> you, you already know about the auction, though.
2: Yeah, but I'd love to hear it from your mouth. Well, so- sorry. He's, he's more of protection. Uh.
1: In our little enterprise. I flex. Oh,
0: okay. Obviously. Uh, no, he looks over at Silas. Well, just around this time of year is when they have, like, a really big auction about all the, like, nobles in the Forensal region. of uh, Also some people from, like, across the world. That's probably why the uh, Second Story games chose this place at this time. Like, they're probably going to do something, and that's why everyone is always so uppity about, like, Guards here, but no, my uh, my gem isn't for um, jewelry. Is it for magic? You guys mentioned earlier that you're magic aficionados. Wayland has a smug look on his face. Why,
2: yeah? <laughs> Maybe we could meet somewhere more private later, and you could discuss it with us if that would make you more comfortable. That that would make it more comfortable. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. We don't want to push you, but we do want to know. Uh, okay. I flex again. Uh he yeah, he nods at uh, Silas and then just sort of like leaves to go to his room alright that was the second car in the third car you see a lizard folk sitting in the first room of the third car kind of fidgety he seems to be um, filing his nails
3: I'd like to greet him
0: using thieves cant to
3: try to gauge if he like understands it mm-hmm. but also I would like to say to him um, filing away something for later because, like, ideally, if he's, like, maybe he's sharpening it. Like, he's got a file. Maybe he'll use it to, like, file and to, like, break open something.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, as soon as you start talking, he sort of, like, drops the file and uh, just sort of, like, looks up at you, kind of all nervous. What? 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 Hi. Is that supposed to be a joke?
3: Ah, yes. I'm a <laughs> quite the jokester myself. It helps in our profession. And I extend my hand to shake it.
0: Uh, he is reluctant to do so, but he does shake your hand. Who are you? Danilo Giorgio, a merchant of fine jewels. Oh, I'm not, I'm not interested in jewels. I, I'm not, please don't try to sell me anything. I'm
3: Kothar. So Kothar, what's bringing you to the Ferenza region? Uh, well, I,
0: I live here. Oh. Well, where, what's bringing you home? Where were you off to? I was a, I was a bounty hunter in, um... In a mazaretto, but I was hunting goblins and uh, the whole, like, the big clan sort of fell apart, so. Who were you hunting? Uh, you know, Bloodclaw goblins. Oh, They're yeah, we, like- we've heard
1: of him. I smile <laughs> at my compatriots. Yeah.
2: I heard some really brave and really strong people took him down. Yeah, they've ruined
0: my income, so now I have to figure out what I'm gonna be doing now.
2: Maybe you should have been. Braver and stronger, and you would have you would have done it yourself.
0: He's he squints angrily at you. You know now, now that he mentions it, I kind of wonder if whoever killed Bloodcaw ever claimed the bounty on him. Who knows? <laughs> uh, let's see. It is still in the afternoon. Uh, the guy at this point, the train has already like left, and you guys have been like going for just only a few minutes. Uh, back in the uh, main room, Buddy is waking up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, your joints start to move and your skin sort of starts to meld back into just forcibly reaching back to a human shape. Uh, and you wake uh, up in a velvety bed uh, in a moving room. Uh, oh, oh, how'd I get here? Where are my friends? Choo-choo, the Goliath. George Douglas, the human, the true neutral human man. Ricky Lightspeed, the turtle. And I start running down. I don't know. I'm just going to walk out and I'm going to turn right. So whatever direction that is, and I'm gonna start yelling that as I run. And what, do I see, Is there anybody in front of me? Uh, yeah. You see a guard as you turn right, and it's immediately a wall. He's standing at a doorway at like that end of the room, the hallway that you're in. And he's like, "Sir, sir, you can't come this way." Well, but my friends, where are they? Uh, have you seen a goliath named Choo Choo Train? What we also <laughs> have sometimes called him Urinal. Ernol. Uh, uh, or One Stroke. He responds to any of these names. Help! Come, help me find them. The Goliath went that way. Yes, yeah, shout One Stroke as you follow me. Come on, let's go. No. <laughs> <laughs> he went that way. Oh, thank you, sir. You are both honorable and brilliant.
1: Um, can I roll perception to see if I can hear any of the screaming?
0: No, the rolling is the rolling of the train is too loud. You guys are currently in Passenger Car 3. Yeah, I'm going to go into every door that I see and shout. <laughs> okay, uh, are you doing this in the first car as well? Yeah. Okay, The you pass the room that you just exited from and the first door you open you see a halfling with a human, a halfling female with a human male just sort of, like, uh, reclining on their own, like, seats, and what do you shout at them?
1: Excuse me,
0: fine sir and ma'am. I'm missing my friends. Have you seen a Goliath, a true neutral human man, and a tortle? They respond to the names of Choo Choo Train, George Douglas, and Ricky Lightspeed. No. Thank you! I <laughs> go down to the next one. The third door, uh, you see uh, the woman who's wearing the light blue dress with her gloves and jacket. And she seems to be, uh, sitting down looking out the window and writing stuff down in a notepad. Hello, Madam Poet. Oh. Uh, my name is Buddy the Wood Elf, and I need your assistance. Um, sure. Thank you. I, come with me. We're going to be going down the train shouting the names Choo Choo Train, Ernol, One Stroke, George Douglas, and Ricky Lightspeed. And if anybody responds, come find me. Except we'll be going doing it together. I feel like the power of our two voices combined can really get their attention. Okay. Uh, she closes her notepad and puts it away in her jacket and, start, and follows you. What's your name again, ma'am? Uh, I'm Abigail. Is that a question, Abigail? No, I'm more just confused why you would ask a random stranger for help like this, but I suppose you're just looking for friends, and there's not a whole lot of places they could be, right? You are also both brilliant and kind. Let us go forward! This is a totally different voice than Buddy's ever used. (laughs) He's in disguise. (laughs) You guys are walking down the train and you enter the fourth passenger car, which is the luxury car. Luxury. Uh, The only person in this train who isn't a guard uh, appears to be another Goliath in a suit standing in front of the first door in this car.
2: Guys, I
1: got this. Hmm. Uh, I walk up to the Goliath.
0: And he looks at you.
1: I just stare into his eyes.
0: Uh, he stares back into yours. He's slightly taller than you.
3: I would like to I would like to just kinda interject as an aside to uh, Ricky Lightspeed I spoke. Chu always tells us that Goliaths don't wear clothes, and yet this Goliath is in a full suit. That's a
1: good is point Is Chu just a weirdo? <laughs> I I mean this is the first other Goliath we've seen, right? So yeah. I think we're about to find out. He also is way smaller than that one. <laughs> I didn't realize like we're supposed to be embarrassed <laughs> walking around with this guy I say to him I am the one called Silas Tan
0: he um, just stares at you silently I continue to stare back at him uh, okay I'm gonna need you to make a charisma save
1: uh, that's, a, that's a two
0: uh, as you guys are uh, as he's staring at you you, um, you start to lose confidence in yourself as he's just sort of looking at you. You feel very uncomfortable in front of this man, as if he's, like, silently judging you.
2: Enrico? Uh, y-
1: y- yes, there? Buddy, Silas? Can you, can you come over here? Yeah, here. I, I reach out and, and hold uh hold Choo-Choo's hand. Yeah, buddy? Yeah, everything okay?
0: Yeah, now...
2: No, it's good.
0: Okay, uh, sorry to disturb you, sir. Uh, w- why are you standing out in this hallway? Uh, he looks at you s- silently. <laughs> Something tells me we're not going to get much more out of this guy.
2: Who's me?
0: Oh, it's okay there, buddy. And, uh, He's
2: bigger than me, too.
0: Uh, you hear from inside the room, um... Oh, uh... Does he respond? He slightly opens the door and gently speaks in. It's simply rabble, ma'am. C- can I yell in while it's uh, cracked open? Yeah. Yes, just a few incredibly wealthy jewel merchants passing by looking for friends to make. <laughs> and you hear from inside, oh, other jewel merchants. And uh, a plump, meaty uh, hand with, uh, like, colored nails and wearing a lot of, like, Uh, jewelry uh, slides it open and you see this uh, rotund woman in a bright red dress with a nice red hat and a white feather come uh, out looking at you she's done in like very cakey makeup I say be still my beating heart and I do an incredibly deep bow to her Oh, who are you, gentlemen? <laughs>
1: Enrico Fibonacci, ma'am. And as
0: you are saying that, you see, but Buddy opens up the door, and uh, at, with, he's with the uh, woman in the b- light blue dress. Choo choo, there you are! And I hug the other Goliath. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, this is a nice suit. I thought you weren't about wearing clothes. Choo choo starts crying silently. <laughs> oh, Buddy.
0: Urgh. The Goliath in the suit uh, puts a uh, puts like a hand on you and just moves you away. Wow, you're a lot stronger than usual, too. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh. Hey, Wantanemo, And hey. I try to give him a knowing look of, like, you're
0: wantanimo. Okay, can I roll insight on that? <laughs> Are you just going to automatic... You can also just choose to fail if that's what you want. No, I want to see if I understand it. Yeah, then roll an insight. Uh, I rolled an 8. Roll a persuasion. (laughs) Uh, 19. 19. All right, now I just got to do some math in my head. So you did a very good job, so it should be easy. Easy as a DC of 10, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Good to see that you've woken up. Here we're on this train. Yeah, re- remember when we were at the wedding, and then uh, sure. we were going to go on the train, yes. and now we're
1: on the train, and yes. we're jewel merchants, and we're all Yikes. going by our regular names. Right. Yours Ricky. is. Well, that's my nickname, but <laughs> most your, people call me. Your name en- is en-
0: en- Enrico Ricky en- Fibonacci.
1: En- <laughs> well, sorry, not middle name. Enrico Ricky Enrico Rico Ricky. I know, I see is...
3: it, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, this is Abigail. She helped me find you. Well, thank you, Abigail. Hello. Thank you. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Our friend has dementia. Yeah. Uh, Bad. So, so none of those names you said are...
1: Well, to be fair, uh, a turtle changes its names many times over its lifetime. Goliaths go by many names. It's just, it's a confusing mechanic. I, mean, I think and, he uh,
2: just told you all my nicknames.
1: Yeah. Right, Juan. Guantanamo?
2: Here, Ooh, here, it's I... It's one to Nemo!
1: Here, oh here! Gosh, he's forgotten here. his own sense of self once again.
3: Here, let me get a meal into him. Let me get a meal into him, and I want to... I, I grab him and... and hmm? Go to the dining... We move Ma'am. on to the dining oh, car. Oh, thank you, Abigail! Ma'am, Bye-bye! Does, not,
1: does that not seem suspicious to you that he thinks his name is Buddy, when that's just kind of a catch-all friend term?
0: Like, hey there, Buddy. We call, say that a lot to kind of soothe him and... Persuasion with advantage. So uh, 26... Uh, she starts nodding. I see. So I was running down a train with a madman. He's not. He's not a madman.
1: That's. A he's quite brilliant.
2: Actually. A, yes, one of the best gem cutters in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be a part of our team if he wasn't. I
0: see. Okay. Thank you so much. It, it, really, too kind of you. Uh, I. I I'm glad to be of help returning him to you. Oh, thank you very who, who, much.
2: Who are you besides what your name is? What are you doing on the train? <laughs> <laughs>
0: he says through tears.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I'm returning home from a vacation.
2: Oh, where were you?
0: I was, well, I was briefly in Malzaretto. Nomia. We were just there. Considering that's where the train just left, yeah, I I assume so. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, maybe maybe later we can get to talk a little more, but uh, we're going to go get some food. I'm going to return to my room now.
1: Okay, yes. Oh, I, I, I apologize so much, Mademoiselle. And I, I, I grab her hand, uh, the hand and start kissing it. The oh, older it pleases woman. me
0: ever so much that you haven't forgotten that I am still here. Oh, <laughs> how?
1: How could we ever, my
0: dear woman? Well, your friends just left, so I'm a little insulted. Oh, wait, don't mind them. You, you heard that there's some uh, a medical emergency of sorts with our friend. That's no excuse. Oh, it's not. You're right. I do an incredibly deep bow. <laughs> Oh, you show so much respect. What did you say your name was again? Oh, Enrico, Enrico Ricky Fibonacci. Ricky Fibonacci. But you can call me whatever you'd like. I will do so. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm reti- I'm retiring to my room now. Okay. Well if you uh you want to talk gems at all at any point, uh, feel free to uh come up to the first car on the train we were supposed to be in luxury and they could you believe it they beefed it and now we're now we're in the first car with all of the idiot poor losers persuasion nat 20
2: <laughs>
0: and they beefed it <laughs> Oh, that's awful, darling. I know. It's simply awful. It's terrible. Well, if you ever need to take a break from the poor people, do Iron Cutter. Let this one in. I like him. Oh, what well, are you sure? I wouldn't want to uh, trespass. Oh, well, you will be trespassing. You'll need, you'll need to check with him first, and he'll. I'll, I'll see if I'm in one of my moods. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. I will see. Oh, sorry. What was your name again? Oh, that's right. I didn't introduce myself. I thought it would be obvious. Do you not know who I am? And she strikes a pose Uh, with all of her jewels. No, it can't be. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Madame
1: Octavia. Madam Octa- I, I do an incredibly deep bow And kiss her hand Like repeatedly no, 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 no I'm sorry, I'm sorry It's just I've only heard so much about you But to meet you in person What, what have you
0: heard? What have you heard? Well, only good things Okay, you good! M- yes, of course
1: <laughs> you are the most uh, wealthy and uh,
0: the most evident jewel trader on this side of the world darling of course you are madam Activia. and may i say as a as a humble
1: yet very successful uh, jewelry merchant myself it is an honor and a privilege it is all right, I will catch you later. See you.
2: <laughs> catch you later.
1: Catch <laughs> <laughs> you on the flip side.
0: <laughs> and she closes the door. Are you going to join uh, George and Buddy yeah. and in the uh, dining room? Yeah. Uh, th- while that was going on, uh, George and Buddy, how are you going to interact in the dining room? George, what is going
3: on? Here, grab a seat over there. I'll get you some food. We'll get some drinks. We'll get things going. Okay. Okay. And I sit down and I turn my back on him to go to the bar. Yeah. To and I, I go
0: at the bar is a tiefling with uh, stylish hair, wearing wearing like a vest, a shirt with a tie and slacks.
3: Hello, my my good sir. I'm gonna need some stiff spirits and a bite to eat.
0: Oh, of course. Here's your, here's the menu, and he hands you a uh, sheet of, like he hands you a menu. Uh, the menu is divided into, like, several sections, and, uh...
3: Well, I've read a menu before. No, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, the section- the section seems to also be, like, there's one for, like, uh... They're- they're divided by stars. So, like, the quality of the food. So, how much you want to pay is gonna determine, like, the quality that you get.
3: Um, I'm gonna pick something entirely at random. Okay. I think he'll like this, and then like for the food, and then I'm gonna pour over the drink menu, very
1: <laughs> with a lot of.
0: Okay, give me a sec. Uh, who who am I seated next to
1: at the earliest convenience?
0: You are seated next to a man with uh, dusty colored hair. He has a long face, but he's not depressed looking, and he has a bit of an eagle teen nose. Uh, his clothes are also very nice. They're not, like, silken like Wayland's were, um, but they're more like velvet. Okay, I Alex. Hello, sir. You don't look particularly depressed.
1: What's up with that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that supposed to mean?
1: Hi, I'm Buddy. <laughs> hello, I Buddy. am a wood elf,
0: and I'm here on a train. I am also here on the train, yes. What are you doing on the train? I woke up here. I'm very confused. Maybe your answer could help me figure out why I'm here. Uh, uh, I am, I am uh, heading to Forenza for the auction. Oh, what auction? The Santa Marco auction. By the way, you randomly picked something from the three-star menu.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's not too expensive, but it probably will be. It
0: will be. So, sorry, what was your question?
1: What's the auction?
0: Uh, the Great Santa Marco auction. It's held, like, bi-annually. Bi-annually? That means twice a year? Every two years. Every two years. And what's sold there? Important things? Expensive things? A lot of expensive things. Magic yeah. things? Sometimes. Well, What are you selling there? Or buying? Oh, I'm going as a buyer, so if I whatever I find there is probably what I'm going to be taking home. Oh! Are you not looking for anything... Specific? Nothing specific. I'm I'm just gonna be winging it. Wow, you must be both rich and impulsive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're funny.
3: Thank you. <laughs> and then I would like to order a whiskey and be like, "All right, what do I owe you?"
0: All right, uh, for the whiskey, that's only going for the whiskey. That's gonna be one silver. Mm-hmm. And you ordered a squid ink carbonara. Nice. And that is going to be 20 gold. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And he, uh, hand, he makes his your drink, and he takes your order back to the kitchen, where uh, as soon as he opens like the sliding door, you can hear a uh, dwarven yelling.
3: Uh, can I do an investigation? Yeah. To see if it's positive or
0: negative? Yeah. That's going to be insight, actually. Okay. Insight. 16. It's negative. Ah. You can never tw- tell with
3: dwarves yelling, though. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ah, there seems to be some
3: challenges afoot.
0: Uh, shortly after uh, the Tiefling comes back out, and his hair looks a little disheveled. Your food will be ready in just a bit.
3: And the drink? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, he <laughs> runs
0: over. He runs back over to the bar and uh, pours you your shot. Ah, wonderful. Your whiskey. Wonderful. Uh, back to Buddy. What? I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch your name. Uh, hi, I'm, I am, I am Leonard. Leonard. Leonard Impulsive Rich Man. Well, that's not my surname. Um, <laughs> where do you hail from, Leonard? You have an interesting accent. I am from Surrey. Surrey. Mm, wow, long journey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Little bit of a foot trip. Do you have a, a merchant store that you in Surrey? Uh, You're restocking or no, personal no. collection? That's It's more of a personal collection, yes. Personal connection. And about this time is when you guys finished with Octavia, so Choo Choo and Ricky can come into the dining car. Oh, Ricky! I mean, uh, Choo Choo you took off your suit. <laughs>
1: and you <laughs> shrank a few inches. <laughs> I've run back to the room. <laughs> crying. <laughs> what happened to him
3: besides the shrinking in the clothes? We just met another Goliath. A what? So the type of being that our friend Silas Tan.
0: I. What? Listen, um, as you guys are speaking, uh, the tiefling comes over and puts like black carbonara in front of uh, you guys.
3: Here, buddy, eat up. What? What is? It's black. I, it, it's all food is black on the train. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Can I roll an insight on that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, not good. <laughs> Nine. You believe him? Yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> I know.
1: All right. Oh, it's pretty good. I, I, I lean over to uh, to George since I, I just arrived. I'm like, did you do something, George? To the food? No. <laughs> oh.
3: I just ordered it.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> Black
3: carbonara. I. Okay. It's, it's all new to me! I mean, listen, do we, is that so who's your new friend here? Hello? This is Leonard.
0: This is Leonard Rich. Hello, uh, that's not my surname.
3: Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you, Leonard. We are on the train, we just came from the wedding. Yes. It was a great success. Oh, that's good. And as you can see from our papers, we are jewel merchants. Uh Uh-huh. Leonard is looking at you guys really weird. (laughs) Some of the finest jewel merchants
1: in all of the land. Okay. Yes, and uh, don't worry. We all have tickets to be on the train. See? Mine says
0: Enrico Fibonacci on it, because that's my name. Who are you showing this
1: to? Uh, I'm looking at Leonard, but but the paper is (laughs) directly facing Buddy. (laughs) But what?
3: Here, you were asleep when you got it. Here is your ticket, my good friend, Wantanemo. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna insight this.
0: Okay, I rolled a a twenty. Oh, they're trying to communicate that what your story is, what your fake backstory is. Oh, that's what our backstory is.
3: Yes, our historic backstory. <laughs> because of our many trials and tribulations. Listen, he is one of the finest stone cutters we come across, but, you know, I'm sure as you've seen in, in your many days uh, on Earth that the uh, finest gems come from some of the the roughest places, and that's why we need a, uh, a ragtag team like we have today.
0: I wasn't asking for any excuses, <laughs> but... <laughs> well, Leonard, you got it. Okay. <laughs> Are you also heading for the auction as sellers? Yes, of course. Oh, I'd be honored to see some of your uh, wares. Well, naturally, our, uh, our wares are in the cargo ah, hold. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So yes. If, if at any point we're able to get a hold of them, we'd love to show you. Hmm. You didn't want to take them as carry on? Uh, well, we figured they might be a little bit safer. In the cargo hold? Under security. That's fair. You know, with the, uh, Scrupulous individuals riding on this mmm. No. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, let's let us compare lists of Suspicious people on this train (laughs) so far I just have myself (laughs) I'm sure I'm also on your list okay, so he's Enrique I'm Guantanamo
3: We're wanting emo. We've been kind of playing around with it We we like a lot of them. Yeah.
0: I'm going to say that uh, some hours, uh, not some hours, like some time has passed as you guys are still like trying to get Buddy to like (laughs) on board. Leonard has left. Um, We're in the dining cart, right? You're still in the dining cart. I'm using like
1: the salt shakers as like (laughs) a visual demo (laughs) of what? (laughs) Of uh, of people,
0: (laughs) other people have been assembling into the uh, dining car uh, just for like an afternoon like snack. Also, like some other, some people are in the dining car, some people are in the lounge. Refreshment, yeah. Hey, their food isn't black. Oh, I. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Nemo,
3: I legitimately thought that all of the food would be black on this train, but I, I guess that's not the case. Wait, this was maybe you ate something weird. It was pasta carbonara. I don't know, he just put the thing in front of me. Well, I don't know, I just picked something off the menu. Alright, let's just blame Chew and let's move on. <laughs> hey, maybe we should send it back, if it's not supposed to be black. I already ate the whole thing. Ah, dang, could've long. got my money back.
0: Oh yeah, that that, that is a thing, uh, Buddy's mouth is like stained black now. Oh. Why, why are you guys looking at me weird? Uh, no reason. <laughs> just
3: tell everybody that you continue to be cursed. Oh. Wait, I, I whispered, George, what's your
0: fake name? Danio Giorgio. Danio George. Uh, why? It's just still George. Can I just still call you George? As you guys are discussing that, uh, buddy, you're the one who's still discussing with George, so I'm gonna let Ricky have this one. Uh, Ricky, as they're talking, you see, uh, Madame Octavia approach, uh, Canatoric. And they seem to be having a conversation. Uh, you see Canatoric shake his head no. And now Madame Octavia is getting a little angry. Um, I-, I would like to uh,
1: approach their conversation.
0: All right. Uh, as you're approaching, uh, you can start hearing the words that they're discussing. Like, she's not yelling. She's keeping it under her breath. Uh, but she's trying to use uh, Iron Cutter as an intimidation tactic. And he's standing behind her. Sell it to me right now. It's no... It's for my work. I can't, you can't even use it. Please, canatoric, everything has its price. Not this, okay? This is, I'll talk about it later. He puts his hand like on a box that's at the seat of his uh, chair and he pulls it up and puts it in his lap and he's just holding it close to him.
1: Uh, well, Madam Octavia, I, I'm I'm sorry that you
0: you're having to go through this. This is an absolute outrage! I always get what I want, darling. I always get what I want. Oh, and don't I know it? But uh,
1: it seems like Kanatorik might uh be a little uh withholding for the time being. I'm sure he just needs some time to mull it over.
0: And I give her a wink. She doesn't like take that. She's like, I don't want to spend the time for him to mull it over. He needs to come with his decision now and make the correct one. Uh, I I look to Kanatorik. Canatoric, uh, uh Canatoric puts his hand on the box again. He's like, I, I can't do this right now. And he, stand, he stands up to storm out, out of the dining room and uh, Madame Octavia like grabs his wrist and she's like, you're not going anywhere! And uh, it causes him to lose uh, hold of the box and you see it uh, topple to the ground and the lid open up and you see a prismatic, or, prismatic orb sort of like roll out. He shakes his hand from uh, her grasp, quickly stuffs the orb back into the box, and uh, gives her a glare. If you ever touch me again, I swear I'm going to report you to the authorities, and uh, storms off to go to his room. Everybody in the uh, dining room is currently looking at that.
2: <clears throat>
0: no, nothing to see here, just just business. Back, back to what you were doing. And everyone just turns back to their food kind of awkward, and nobody's wanting to make eye contact with Octavia. Madam Octavia, I I apologize for uh, his insolence, but uh, 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 if there's anything I can do, please let me know. There's nothing you can do at the moment, darling. I'll find a way to get my hands on that jewel one way or another. Well, if I can be of service, please, come down to the loser cart at the end of the train. (laughs) (laughs) I'll think about it, sweet Enrico, and she uh, caresses your beak. I close my eyes and take a deep inhale. (laughs) Come by, Uncutter. I am entering one of my moods. Let's retire. Ah, Farewell, Madam Octavia. I will catch you on the flip side. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she leaves the dining room. Wow. Chuchu acted like he didn't even know us there.
3: That's Oh, that's what we've been trying to explain, buddy. There's another Goliath. What? He's like Choo Choo's cousin or something.
0: Oh.
3: And apparently he wears clothes.
0: What? Yeah. Wait, does that... Choo Choo's been saying like it's a cultural thing the whole time. Does that mean that he can wear clothes too? Apparently so. Oh god! What is Choo Choo doing right now, by the way?
1: Yeah. Uh, Choo Choo's just got. He has one of the things in his inventory is five bells, <laughs> and, and he's just <laughs> ringing them, making little songs, trying to cheer himself up about how big the other Goliath is.
2: Okay. <laughs> ding 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 ding.
1: Yep. Uh, as
0: that as you you're doing that um. Everyone is sort of like going back to their rooms for the evening, since, you know, there's only so much you can do. Some people stay in the lounge, but most of the passengers are heading back to their rooms. As you guys are uh, heading back to your room, you hear over an intercom system. Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently approaching the uh, Salparan tunnel. Uh, Things are going to be a little dark for a moment. Uh, We're going to be turning on our night lighting. Uh, There's no reason to panic. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, a few minutes after that uh, The lights come on And the complete outside of the train is black And the uh, train is filled with Just sort of like a rumbling noise A constant droning rumbling You know, I don't know if you guys overheard Madame Octavia But uh, she was having quite a heated argument with Canatoric And uh, he stormed out So I think I might go... uh, Go see how he's doing at the moment. I only know Abigail and Leonard. R- Leonard Rich. Well, you can you can join me or you can. I'll uh, go with you. Oh, okay. I have dark vision. <laughs> it's, it's it's. I'm gonna l- stay in the bar and drink. It's well lit, right? Uh yeah, it's, it's like visit- Yeah, the interior lighting's fine. Okay. Uh, we uh, we find our way to Canatoric's room. Uh, canatorixs room is the third room in the third car. So you guys have a little ways to walk. When you guys uh, enter the third car, you see at the far end of the uh, hall the uh, tiefling waiter from the uh, dining room seems to be uh, returning back to the dining car. Uh, you re- there are, they do run room service, so certain requests have him like going to other rooms to deliver like food and services.
1: Hey, can I get a drink?
0: Uh, sure. What What do you want? Mm, black milk. Uh, okay. Or just milk, I guess, for you guys. I think milk is yeah. Mm, I
1: think I want something too. Uh, which room did you just come from? Uh, three three. Three three. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where we're going. Mm. Um, uh, did you just drop food off, or are you uh going to uh prepare something? I was just
0: dropping food off. Ah, well. Um, what did he get? Uh, you got chicken. I'll also have chicken and scratch the milk. Okay. I'm not particularly hungry, but I will take some ginger ale with a splash of grenadine garnished with a, with a cherry. Ginger ale, grenadine, cherry. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. That sounds great. Scratch the chicken, <laughs> I'll also have that. Two ginger ale with grenadine and cherry. Yes. You know what, scratch the ginger ale for me. I just want grenadine and cherries. <laughs> got it. Thank you. And he uh, leaves the car. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, 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 what's his name? Maybe Canatoric will uh, have a have a little nibble for us to uh, join him. Oh, do you think we can do that? I figured we'd just wait right here for him to come back with our drinks.
1: Oh. Uh, hello?
0: He's already gone. Well, he'll find us. It's his job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's just go visit We didn't even pay him, so it kind of works out. Well, I.
1: We'll figure it out later. We'll
0: figure it out later. All right. Uh, you guys go up to uh, Canatorix's door, and at this point, uh, the you guys are exiting the tunnel. You open his door, and you see him lying on the floor. There's blood all over the room.
2: His chest,
0: his chest cavity has been ripped open. uh uh-huh. <laughs> and it looks like uh, his uh, head has been split down the middle. Uh, I'm oh, really God. trying not to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I really regret wasting so much time with that oh. order. Oh, you God. S- and you see uh, uh, next to him on the floor is the box he was holding uh, lying open on the floor, empty. Uh, I puke everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. I I run out and try to chase down the tiefling. Uh, uh you when you run down and open it uh one of the guards opens the uh door ahead of you and uh walks in oh
1: hello guards uh, uh, Catatoric. room three three and I th- 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 throw up everywhere <laughs>
0: <laughs> he uh looks in and uh sees the body uh panics a little and backs off oh my gods Oh, my God. And uh, he starts... He runs over to a wall and puts his hand on a button. Everyone,
1: Everyone return to your, your rooms. rooms. Everyone, Everyone return to your rooms room and, stay and stay in your rooms.
0: rooms. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> you two go back to your room right now. Oh, I, I, did he, I not manage to get away? He, he left to pursue the... Uh, no, he. the the, the guard opened oh, the door I see in where front I'm of no, Buddy. Oh, no, okay, gotcha. uh, okay. It was the... The the, the, me, the tiefling! Bartender!
1: He's just me- here! Wait, yeah, we... I, I quickly look to see if food... If it looks like food or drink was delivered to the room. Food, it
0: looks like food was delivered to the room. Checks out. Yeah. Is the window open? The window is not open. Um, uh, looking at the food and whatever whatever was delivered to the room, does it look like it was even touched? It looks like it w- had a few bites taken out of it and uh, the cup has a few sips.
1: Uh, before we're escorted out, I quickly try and... Uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes, the room. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> <You have laughs> the yeah. What is
0: your passive perception? Seventeen. Seventeen. Wouldn't that be an investigation? No, because he's going to be ushered out of the room. He has to see what he can. It's in the short time, and he's only getting a glance. Mine is twenty-one. Twenty-one. But he's going to be the uh, rain man here. <laughs>
1: I am rain man. <laughs>
0: Uh, actually, all of these require investigation. I, I will allow you to take a moment to investigate one of three things that you can see. Uh, you see that his chest cavity is open and his uh, heart has been like completely damaged. You see the blood marks on the ground uh, are a bit strange. And you see the empty box. You may pick one of them to memorize in this moment of time. Uh, footprints. There's no footprints. Oh, wait, the way you said the prints, the blood. Prints. The blood marks. Blood marks. All right. Uh, I will allow you to make one investigation. Uh, 20. You notice that the blood marks, they're not pooled in a puddle. It doesn't look like he tried to write anything, but it looks like the uh, area around where his head is split, they're, they are deliberately arranged in a sort of an occultic pattern. It's a, I've given you a sharper image than it actually is. You got a yeah. twenty, so I'm gonna let you have the sharper. Uh, that is your approximation of what it probably would look like if they were using proper tools. Okay. Uh, you do so not. So it was not. So it was not. Uh, Cantatoric, to who did this? You do not see any blood on him that suggests okay. that he wrote it. <laughs> okay. And uh, all right, you have a. You, and you guys are ushered out of your room. Uh, ushered out of the room. You, you guys should please return to your room. We have to figure out what, what's going on. No problem. And I go back to my room and I go back to the room and I we have like a thing I could jot down this. Do any do of it. you do any of you have paper and some means of writing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
3: I have a forgery kit, but that might be in the bag. I have
0: balls of string.
3: I have, have a gaming use. set.
0: Forgery kit would probably do. I okay. don't know if
3: I have that on my person
0: though. Uh, did you check it?
3: I just keep everything in that dang bag.
0: You keep everything in the bag of holding?
3: Oh, no, I don't. I have things just in my general inventory then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I have my forgery kit. You also have a knife. Well, yeah, I have a knife.
0: You could also just carve it into something. Yeah, but we can forge it (laughs) using those tools. Yeah, I'll just forge it. All right, do you have the forgery kit with you? Yes. Cool.
3: But I'm not back in the room yet, because I have to come from all the way at the dining car or lounge.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I you were still there. Yeah, they were still there when because the, oh, this is during okay. the yeah. Yeah. So you guys hear over the intercom system that you got everyone needs to return to their rooms. You see uh, everyone who's in the lounge and dining room, sort of confused, looking around, stand up and start moving.
3: I make eye contact with somebody else who's uh, got a drink, and I go bottoms up. And we, I do kind of a motion. I don't know if they do it back.
0: Yeah, Yeah. They. They do. Fun.
3: And then <laughs> I. Uh, who was it?
0: Uh, you made eye contact with another high elf, a female.
3: Female high elf. So that's the only person from this whole scenario I am paying attention to being in the dining car. So I have an alibi for her with her, and then I
1: walk back to the room.
0: Okay. <laughs> How about you, uh, Choo
1: Uh, well, I was in the room.
0: Are you just gonna follow? Uh, you're just gonna follow instructions, then?
1: I mean, I'm already, I like look, I peek my head outside, see what happens. Oh, you're, oh, you're already in in my room. Oh, my bad. I thought you were in the, okay.
0: And then Ricky. Already
1: followed the instruction to the T. Yep. Ricky and buddy, (laughs) Ricky and
0: buddy, you're returning to the room as you're being ushered. Yeah. All right. Uh, George, as you're passing through the, uh, third passenger car, the, uh, a guard is standing in front of the third room in the third car and they're making sure that no one like, uh. They're trying not to be suspicious but they're clearly guarding that room.
3: What's going on in that room specifically? Please,
0: please return to your please return to your room sir. Come on, what happened? <laughs> Our master of persuasion. <laughs> sir, please just go to your room.
3: Come on, I mean I I had to down a very expensive drink. You got to give me a little something.
0: Persuasion disadvantage. Uh s- 15 sir we'll we'll explain in just in just a bit okay we'll we'll figure it out there's nothing nothing to worry about okay please just return to your room and uh, you can sort of see in his face that obviously not everything's okay
3: i give him like kind of a look down and i shake my head a little bit in disappointment and then i just walk back to the room And then when I get into the room, I want to go, what do you guys think happened? (laughs) A murder.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was, it was, uh. Why'd you wait till George came back to say anything? I wanted, it it was a dramatic reveal, (laughs) choo-choo. I wanted us all to be here. Me and Buddy already saw it. It was grisly. It was awful. I tried to commit it to memory, but uh, I was in such total shock at the time. Uh, You've
2: got some bile on the side of your
1: mouth.
0: uh, I wipe it away. Guys, guys, I saw this, and I have already drawn out the thing with George's. Show us the thing. thing, George. You recognize some of the symbols in the uh, in the uh, representation as infernal.
3: Well, that appears to be infernal. Can I read it? Yeah. Uh,
0: it doesn't. It it. Okay, so you can't. You understand infernal, but it's in it's Arcanic So you're kind. Arcanic it, infernal. It more say. I'm more saying that it's using uh, infernal script, and some of the phrases are familiar, but it's more of an incantation than a phrase. It's an infernal
3: incantation. Spooky.
2: Looks like some kind of spooky ritual thing.
0: Can I at least try to recognize its source? Can I sound it out? Yeah. So George starts sounding out the incantation. Uh, Is that a good idea?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Does anyone want to try and uh, recognize Yeah, it? I'm going to use Knowledge Arcana, or would it be religion? I'll let you pick which one. Well, I'm going to use Knowledge Arcana. 23. Uh, you're not quite familiar with that, uh, verbal component because you don't know Infernal, but, uh, based on the way that it's probably supposed to be paced, if he's saying it correctly, it seems to be a, some sort of divination. Well, I would also know that, are divinations the same regardless of the language that they're spoken in? It's a divination spell using Infernal as its, uh, component, as its ritualistic component.
1: And what does divination spell, what does that mean?
0: Uh, it's supposed to be able to gain information. So that's stuff like future telling, scrying, uh, lie detection. Gotcha. And it was, was by his head. Yeah. Okay. So they divine something from his head before or after they put
3: an axe through it.
2: Maybe they were trying to get information out of him or something.
3: Maybe they wanted to know what it is. Yes. It's not... Didn't, didn't we overhear him say something that dying car about
0: wouldn't be useful to anybody else? Yeah, it's part of his
2: work. Ricky, you said that it was some sort of prismatic orb or something like that? Oh,
0: yeah. I saw him. Uh, he dropped it when he was uh, accosted by Octavia earlier. And it was, yeah, I would say prismatic orb is pretty much, yeah, It was missing on. from that box. Yes, it
1: definitely wasn't there anymore. It was definitely stolen. My theory.
2: Do you think Madame Octavia had anything to do with it?
1: I think there's no way to know, but at this point, everyone's a suspect.
0: At that moment, the uh, door opens, and you see the uh, halfling. That buddy, it's the halfling from the second room. Uh, she's she she enters the room, and she has a long smoking stick. And she takes it. She takes a inhale of it. Excuse me, gentlemen. I am Inspector Amelie Dubois. And we have a murder on our case and I would like to speak with the two that found the body. <laughs>